Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Chuck, it's 42 to 22. You're talking about pulling off. Yeah, exactly. And welcome back in to the pregame show. Pregame show here on the Black College Sports Network. 42-22 is your halftime score. Jackson State on top of Prairie View. I, I tell you what, after that first quarter, Neely, it, it, you know, touch and go, touch and go. And then we had that 6-8-0 to run, and things kind of went their natural course in this game. Yeah, I think this is the first quarter in the swag play that the Lady Tigers have been down. Uh, we were down one point in the first quarter. Uh, never were really seemingly out of rhythm or out of control of the game, but just did not pull away. Uh, but it got to the midway of that second quarter. We went up about seven. And by the time we get to halftime, as you can probably see behind me, it is Lady Tigers 42, Prayer View A&M 22. So the Lady Tigers asserted that dominance. And Coach Reed on the sideline wasn't necessarily half a camper at the performance. So she's probably getting them more fired up in the locker room for this next half. No doubt about it. When we take a look at halftime stats of Misha Williams Holiday, she leads the way with 11 points. Uh, also, Deja Rogan, she had 11 points uh, in the first half. Uh, LaMiracle Sim, she had seven points, shipped in seven points. Gerard Covington, four points. Tia Bowler had a couple of points. Uh, Deja Woodard and, and Sean Luckett also had two points. But uh, like we mentioned, uh, they just had that little spurt. And we, we talked about this team. They have spurtability. They have these 6 0 8 0 10 0 runs uh, where they really jump out there and, and really take control of the game. Now, Chuck, when we were – one game during football, you said something about you needed some throat action, and now you say words like spurtability. Where are you making these words? We got spurtability. If you say so, we got spurtability. So I guess what you saw was spurtability in accident. We went on a spurt, double digit. But let me tell you about Coach Reed not being satisfied. Missed several layups out there, Chuck. Yeah. Missed some free throws out there. Didn't take advantage of some turnovers. Got some turnovers, but didn't score off of them. So I know she's drilling that in and really hunkering down in those on the, in that locker room. Like, hey, we left, we're up twenty, but we left a lot of meat on the bone, particularly in that first quarter. And she understands as we get deeper and deeper to the swag, you got to kill a gnat with a sledgehammer. You can't give teams hope and life to hang around when you got the target on your back. And in that first quarter, Prairie View and A and M wasn't scared. You know, they were they were right with us and and up by one, and they had a little swagger about it. But as you called it, we were sitting there watching the game. And you said if we can ever get six, seven, eight points up, we can run off. And that's exactly what we did. So by the time halftime got here, you know, 20-point game, uh, and we'll see what happens in the second half and then discuss some things with the upcoming men's game. But tremendous atmosphere here, Chuck. You know, school is back in. Uh, students are back on campus. So good crowd here for the women's game. Uh, expecting that to pick up as it gets deeper into the game and before men tip off. The Lady Tigers will be receiving their rings at halftime of the men's game. So 
It's going to be a beautiful day. Great day to be a Tiger. Don't let that weather stop you. Not too late to get here for this game. If you're in the Jackson area, plenty of time to get here for the men's game. Yeah, very much looking forward to that ring ceremony uh, with the, the 2020 uh, Lady Tigers uh, swag champions. They get their rings always. A special moment, special occasion uh, for the fans to acknowledge uh, the champions for, uh, for the swag from last year. Yeah, special, man. You know, we did the ring ceremony, excuse me, last year in the uh, student center, but now they get to do it at the arena. It's going to be an exciting time to see those smiles on their faces as they get that jewelry, get that hardware that they work for, and going to be encouragement for the new players on this team to say, I want one of, one, I want one of those too, Chuck. What can we do to get it? There you go. And you know that Jackson State Tiger fan base, it's all about rings. So it's good to have another ring ceremony. <laughs> all about rings, all about banners, and all the more reason to support JSU Athletics. If you follow the pregame show Instagram page, you can go to our bio, and you can click that link, and you can donate to JSU Athletics. We leave that link up there year-round. And that goes to things like buying these student-athletes rings and supporting uh, these COVID issues as we navigate the new expenses of having to uh, move in this environment. You know, it, it's still impactful. Prairie Review's head coach is not here coaching this game uh, out with, with uh, COVID. Uh, so we were mindful of that. People are masked up here in the arena. Uh, so well-attended game. So we're going to come back to y'all with some post-game stuff and pre-game for the men's and all that kind of jazz. But Chuck, most importantly, 42 Lady Tigers, 22 Prairie View a and just getting going here. Yeah, just getting going. And then when we take a look at it, uh, they really turned up the screws in the second quarter. Uh, Ferdinand's leading score, uh, Daniel Rosenthal, only four points on two of ten from the field, uh, really extended out the defense and really made a work on shots. Yeah, I, I thought that Prayer View, you know, the score doesn't tell it, but I thought that Prayer View did a good job early on, particularly in the first quarter, of some ball denial, making it difficult to get those angles to get the ball into Amisha down in the post and trying to say, hey, we dare you guys to shoot it. Shoot it on us. We're going to take her out the game. She still finished with 11 points in the first half, but it could have been 23 points in the first half. Yeah, they were. And most importantly, make those shots. Uh, you know, you got to make the free ones. You got to make uncontested layups. You got to make free throws. Lady Tigers missed enough of those that you remember them. Left some free throws out there, left some layups up there, and really some layups after turnovers. You know, you steal the ball, but don't finish the shot. That's something we got to clean up going forward in the second half and the rest of the season. Uh, no doubt. Kennedy Paul leads the Prairie Lady Panthers uh, in scoring at the halftime. She uh, leads them with five points. Diana Rosenthal, four points. Uh, Hurd, three points. Uh, Charles with three points. And Garner with four points. 22 points for the Prairie uh, Lady Panthers here at, at halftime. Going forward, Neely, what do you think we have to do third and fourth quarter to solidify this W here for the Lady Tigers. More the same. I think this W is, is really just about solidified. I know our coach is not telling them that in the locker room. Uh, we're going to win by 40 if we're up by 20 at halftime. But I think you're going to see more the same. Uh, Post-dominance, uh, keeping the ball out of number 11's hands for Preview A&M uh, because Damn, she, she does not care. She lets that thing fly, and she can shoot and pull up a jumper from anywhere. Uh, so keeping the ball out of her hands and controlling the post. But I think most importantly, like we were saying, Chuck, if we make these layups, when we get these uncontested layups, and if we make these free throws, because they're going to put us on the line, you know, because – Defensive-wise, they got to play aggressive to try to stop us. So we should get some shots in the second half for the free throws. Make those, man. We should win this game by 30 or more. There you go. And summarize this 
first half, uh, Jackson State on top, 42-22 over Prairie View. Uh, again, got everything kind of rolling in that second quarter. Had that 8-0 run that kind of stretched things out. Was able to get to the free throw line a lot more and really took control of this game. 20-point uh, lead here at halftime. Uh, as we get ready here for the half, we can kind of look forward down to the men's game, if you will. Uh, yeah. Jackson State coming into uh, this game with Prairie View. Uh, you know, we talk about the Texas two-step. Uh, I think two of the tougher teams in the SWAC are Texas Southern and Prairie View, uh, and it's going to be tough today to get, try to get this W. Coming into this game, 0-3, looking for a scoring punch uh, for the men's side. Yeah, uh, I see President Hudson. I'm actually in his box. He's looking in on you, Chuck. <laughs> so so see, he's coming your way. Uh, so the men's side of the game, I think you're spot on. You know, we talked about the women facing Alabama State and A&M as those tough tests. Now we got the tough test. President Hudson is joining us in his suite that we kind of hijacked. Mr. President, thank you for allowing us to do the pregame show briefly from your area. <laughs> oh, we good, brother. Appreciate you. President yeah. Hudson, we're, 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 as you can see, we, we're President's sweet because he's got the, the best view. So we appreciate him allowing the pregame show. The team is back out on the floor, Chuck. We're about four minutes away from kickoff. But let's talk about that men's game that we were about to hit on. 0-3. Yeah. 0-3. Coming back home 0-3 and now facing what are the two tougher opponents in the swag. So it kind of puts you in a situation where you you really wish you had that house money of being 3-0 and because you don't want that 0-5 season. But not so fast, Chuck. Malachi Wyman is now getting some playing time, and that loss in Alabama was a one-point loss off of his 13-point game. You're going to see him play tonight and see him play Monday. I think it's going to be a difference maker as far as what we were doing in those first games of 0-2 because that, that other loss, one-point game, and we were right in there. So – Got to get this thing going, but it's going to be tough. At least we are at home. At least we are fully loaded, but you don't want to be 0-5. But the way the SWAC is situated, it's all about the tournament. It's all about the tournament. You're right. You want to get that momentum going into the tournament. Want to get back on the winning side of the ledger today for the Jackson State men. And like you said, looking for that scoring punch, that offensive scoring punch. Uh, really missing that Christian Jarrett. We talked about uh, who is going to step up into those uh, big shoes left by Christian Jarrett. Looking forward to uh, seeing what Malachi Wideman uh, can do today, as well as some others to provide some uh, extra scoring punch for that Jackson State offense. Yeah, Lady Tigers are back out on the floor, as you can see in the red tops. Good-looking red tops, man. Two minutes before we go back to the game, uh, here in the president's suite, Thomas Hudson, president, has, has joined us because we were here first but in, his, in his suite. So gracious for him to uh, have us up here. But, but Chuck, I think we got to look at what Mal Wyman brings to the table. You know, he's a dynamic receiver for the, for the uh, Tigers football team, and he was brought here knowing, hey – you're going to be allowed to play two sports at Jackson State. So he's now ingrained into the basketball team. See if he can make a difference. He almost made the difference in that third game of the season. You know, yeah. one point loss off, the, off his 13 points. So if he can get going and replace that Tristan Jarrett, we just – because we've said it all along, Chuck, we got to have a guy, and we haven't identified a guy yet. If this team can identify a guy, whether it's Miles Wyman or another player to step up and get you 13 to 18 points a game, we can get out of this slump and we'll be sitting well for the tournament. All is not lost. No doubt about it. 42-22 here at the half. Let's get ready for the second half of the Lady Tigers and the Lady Panthers as we look forward to bringing you some more here from the pregame show. 
Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and for all those who's listening and watching it from around the world. And we are now live from the corner of Dalton and Lynn Street. It's the show where we take you inside the game before the game begins. It's indeed free game. With your host, Charles Bishop and Neely. So get ready, because we pregame harder than the other show's part. It's the pregame.